0: Hello and welcome to this audio version of the Universal Prior Substack, where I write about all things related to brains, minds, and their possible uses. My name is Jan, and I'll be reading some of the posts that I publish. If you like what you hear, consider checking out the blog at universalprior.substack.com and subscribe to get a notification whenever a new post is released. And now, without further ado, Frankfurt Declaration on the Cambridge Declaration on Consciousness A fateful conference dinner Imagine the following. It is the year 2012 and you have been invited to a fancy conference dinner in Cambridge. There is champagne and you are feeling great. Stephen Hawkins is here, good grief. You feel like you have made some real progress today with so many interesting talks and discussions. You even managed to pluck your latest paper to one of the conference chairs. All is well. Suddenly, a sheet of paper drifts into your field of view. A declaration on the topic of the conference, animal consciousness. You eagerly sign. Eleven other people already did. It's probably all right, you think. Science is about discourse. We are just stating our position. Quote. In 2012, a group of neuroscientists signed the Cambridge Declaration on Consciousness, which unequivocally asserts that humans are not unique in possessing the neurological substrates that generate consciousness. End of quote. Source, Wikipedia. And its predictable aftermath. The subsequent news cycle is as wild as you'd predict. Here's the new scientist. Quote, animals are conscious and should be treated as such, end of quote. And life science, quote, after 2,500 studies, it's time to declare animal sentience proven, end of quote. The declaration has also made it into the reports of some of our favorite effective altruist organizations. Here's the course profile on effectivealtruism.org, quote, many experts now believe that animals have conscious experiences, end of quote. And in a footnote of the founder's pledge animal welfare cause report quote, "similarly the cambridge declaration on consciousness an important collection of unequivocal statements made by a group of prominent neuroscientists in 2012 noted that the weight of evidence indicates that humans are not unique in possessing the neurological substrates that generate consciousness" end of quote however not everybody is as convinced by the declaration Luke Mulhauser is characteristically awesome by providing a nuanced take in the report on consciousness and moral patienthood, listing three caveats. Quote, 1. The document reads more like a political document than a scientific document. See, e.g. this commentary, *Lincoln Post. 2. As far as I can tell, the declaration was signed by a small number of people, perhaps about 15 people, and thus hardly demonstrates a scientific consensus. 3. Several of the signers of the declaration have since written scientific papers that seem to treat Cortex-required views as a life possibility, e.g. Koch et al. 2016 and Loris et al. 2015, page 427. End of quote. The commentary cited in point 1 is an interesting read, although sometimes bordering on the polemic. Quote, What is the declaration for and what will it be used for? I presume the aspiration is that it will be cited wherever the treatment of animals is an issue. Its function is surely meant to be to give clarity, but to do this by curtailing argument, to end discussion. That's certainly liable to be the way it is used, at any rate. I don't like that at all. There are cases where it's legitimate to try to close down an area of discussion, but I don't think this is one. The attempt is at best radically premature, at worst profoundly unhelpful. If anything, we should be promoting discussion. Wouldn't it have been better and more appropriate to Crick's memory if the participants in the conference had, in that spirit, published a list of good questions? End of quote. I've also asked a couple of colleagues in the field about their opinion on the declaration and got responses like these. Quote, doesn't make sense to me. I think they could have written the document better and cited their sources more responsibly. End of quote. Quote, It's important to take into account the state of mind the author was in when writing the article, intoxicated by success and champagne. End of quote. Quote, I'm not sure about the declaration, but anyway, Stephen Hawking was present when they signed it, so it must be legit. End of quote. Declaration on a declaration. Okay, okay, now this post is getting polemic also. Sorry about that. Really, I don't even have a very strong opinion on this. I'm not working on the neuroscience of consciousness and to be frank, I don't get the literature on the topic. Most things I've skimmed don't provide definitions or quantifications and the few mathematical theories of consciousness appear to be deeply flawed and confused, Lincoln Post. In contrast, eliminative materialism, the, quote, Radical claim that our ordinary common sense understanding of the mind is deeply wrong and that some or all of the mental states posited by common sense do not actually exist and have no role to play in a mature science of mind does not actually sound very radical to me. This position appears to be, based on my observation, the position implicitly adopted by many of my colleagues in the field. Our non-technical intuitions about how the mind ought to work consistently lead us astray and are not useful guides when trying to understand complex systems. There is no principled reason why an overloaded concept like consciousness should have a distinct neural correlate. It appears much more likely that, as we understand more and more of the brain, the question about consciousness will simply dissolve and be replaced by more tractable questions. The question implicit in all the news articles and reports cited in the first section is how should we treat animals? This question can be instantiated without reference to consciousness and the process of doing so will force us to confront our implicit assumptions and conceptual confusions. This is an important and worthwhile project but not the topic of this post. Here I only want to declare that the Cambridge Declaration on Consciousness should not be used for a proof by authority. The term scientists agree must be reserved for cases where it actually applies, evolution, vaccines, climate change, otherwise it will lose its punch. So in this post, I propose the Frankfurt Declaration on the Cambridge Declaration on Consciousness. It is even shorter than the original and just reads, quote, I, a published neuroscientist, don't understand the neuroscientific literature on consciousness. I do not know whether animals, including humans, are conscious or not or whether that question even makes sense. I could not have signed the Declaration on Consciousness in good conscience." End of quote. I hope this statement serves as a the emperor's new clothes type declaration and that I will not embarrass myself with bravado. I realize that I'm punching a bit above my weight here and that the signatories of the original declaration are a lot more tenured and distinguished than I am. At the same time, a professor I admire recently said that the amount of influence a researcher gains over the course of their career does not grow exponentially, but rather sublinearly. So if you have something to say, just go for it. It doesn't make too much sense to wait until you're more distinguished. This was an audio version of the Universal Prior Substack. If you enjoyed listening, consider subscribing to the newsletter to get a notification about a new post straight to your inbox. And with this, until next time!